You're going to be very happy. Everybody, it has been a hecking long time since I've actually <laughs> done this. It is so good to be doing this again. I'm sure that you have all just missed me so, so very much. <laughs> um, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Living the Dream podcast. As always, of course, I am your host, Jesse Hughes. It has been, again, such a long time. Since we've done an episode, it feels like an eternity. It feels like forever. I don't... Uh, I think the last time I actually got to talk to you guys, it was back in August. And that was back when the good old Afghanistan fiasco was still going on. Oh, what simple, simple times those were compared to the absolute insanity that has ensued since. There's been so much happen. So much happened the last few months. But, you know what? We're not going to get into all of that. We're just going to kind of focus on um, kind of what has happened the most recently. And surprisingly, very surprisingly, I'm not going to be talking about politics right out the gate. Because, honestly, in my opinion, it's not the biggest news of the week. The biggest news of the week, and for me, the saddest news of the week, is that on Monday night, the Georgia Bulldogs pulled off the ultimate upset to win against the Alabama Crimson Tide in the college football national title game. Many of you are probably glad you were not present with me watching that game. Some of you were present with me watching that game. We are not going to talk about that. All we're going to say is that I was not happy with the result, but at the end of the day, there are a lot of teams out there that are way worse than Georgia, and if we had to lose to somebody, you know what? It, it being them is not the end of the world. I can't believe I just said that, but it's not the end of the world. Georgia pulled off what, honestly, I think almost everybody thought was going to be impossible and actually beat the Tide. You know, everybody thought it was going to happen in the SEC championship game and then, well, you know, Alabama, because, look, Alabama's looked all week all season. I, I will admit that. Alabama has not looked, this is not Nick Saban's best team. This From the get-go in the game against Miami way back in the beginning of the season, you were like, oh, yeah, they're doing good, but you can tell this is not Nick Saban's best team. And so I've, from what I've heard, there's a lot of people within the Alabama program that are surprised they even made it this far. Look, Kirby Smart, the head coach for Georgia, even said that this was Nick Saban's, this year was Nick Saban's best coaching effort that he's ever seen. And look at the disaster that from your, your perspective and mine that this has been, but it Still, the fact that this team was able to make it this far and honestly almost won, it 
was one play that decided this game, and it was a pick from by Bryce Young. Had he not thrown that pick, it's very possible the outcome of this game could have been very different. If uh, Jamison Williams had not gotten hurt so early, excuse me, so early in the game, it's very possible the outcome of this game could have been very different. You don't know. That's what makes college football so beautiful, and that's why I love it so much, is you never know what's about to happen on the field. Unfortunately, what happened was my Crimson Tide getting their butts whooped, but I digress. 2021 football season has been a heck of a season. And look, not not even just the championship, not even just the playoffs. If you go, not even even the bowl games, because some of the bowl games were crazy. I loved watching them. Tennessee got screwed over. I think we can all agree with that. That was definitely a touchdown. They got their butts, they got screwed over by the refs very, very, very evidently. But this season has just been absolutely insane. And I owe it in part to the fact that Fans were finally allowed back in the stadiums. You know, last year, 2020, we had the COVID year. We had no fans in the stadiums. It was weird. I know here at Liberty, I did marching band for God only knows what reason last year. And I so I got to go to most of the home games. And it was so weird seeing no one in the stands. And then this year... I didn't do marching band, which was probably the wiser of the choices, and I got to be in the stands among the crowd. Let me just tell you, the Liberty University student section is the most crazy, rowdy, rambunctious, insane bunch I have ever been around, and I've been to an Alabama game. I absolutely loved every minute of it. Every game was just, the atmosphere was great, even the ones we lost. I didn't get to go to every game. I did not, I was not here. I was back home for Thanksgiving. I was not here when Louisiana and Billy Napier stepped into Williams Stadium and upset us at home, breaking our very, very long home winning streak. And, you know, I was not happy about that. I watched the game live on TV. Um, I was here for the Army game when we got our butts also handed to us by Army. That was probably the bigger surprise in my opinion. I'm not going to lie. Well, okay, I say that. I say that, but looking back, looking back, um, back, let's, let's rewind to August for a minute. Last time I recorded an episode of this podcast, when I was looking at the regular season, and I'm going to talk about the regular season broadly in college football in just a second, because there's something that a lot of people have been saying about the regular season that I just don't agree with, but we'll get to that in a second. But when I was looking ahead at Liberty's football schedule, I had two games. I had two games that I was like, we're going to lose that, and we're going to lose that. And those two games were Ole Miss, which we did lose, and Army which we did lose. And the reason I thought Ole Miss is obvious. <laughs> I mean, I don't think many people thought Liberty could have won that game. And it was, you know, it was surprising the comeback that we almost were able to uh, achieve, but that didn't happen. But the reason that I was not 
very thrilled about the Army game is because I realized, and I saw this within the first couple games we played, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm right. Liberty's run defense, not the greatest in the world, and almost everything Army does is run. <laughs> they keep the ball on the ground. If you see them throw a pass, it's like a rare, it's like seeing some kind of rare tropical bird. Everybody watches in awe as the ball goes through the air because usually that thing's on the ground and they are storming down the field. They're fumbling down the field. And let me tell you, they stormed down the field here. Man, that was that game was it was a little bit of a heartbreaker, but at the same time, it was a cool game to be at. You don't not everybody gets to say that they watched the Army Black Knights play, especially not in their home stadium. Um, but yeah, it was a cool game. I hate we lost, but you know what? It's all right. It is all right. Now, back to the topic of the regular season, which I just brought up a second ago. A lot of people, a lot of, as Josh Pate at, over at 24-7 Sports likes to call them casuals, will say that the regular season is pretty much effectively meaningless if there are not games with playoff implications. And that, my friends, if you are one of the people that says that, I'm sorry to tell you, but there is something incredibly wrong with you. (laughs) If you think that a regular season football game is completely meaningless because there's no playoff implications and that therefore because of that in in return bowl games later on down the line if they're not playoff related are meaningless there is something seriously and utterly wrong with you sure Ole Miss versus Tennessee Uh, I love how that's the first game I decided to bring into the picture Ole Miss versus Tennessee did not have that many playoff implications I will admit. But you can't tell me that was not a heck of a game. It's not very many games that you have to be dodging obstacles while you're also playing on the field. Oh, man. This is why I love college football so much. Whoever sits out there and says that a regular season is meaningless just because there's no playoff implication does not know the first thing about college football, and it it shows. It shows. Let me tell you what. It, <laughs> you cannot call yourself a serious fan of this sport if you're going to sit out there and say, oh, yeah, you know, regular season games, they're fun to be at, but, you know, they're meaningless. You know, they don't really matter that much if they don't have the playoff implications. My dude, what kind of crap is that? I. It's people like you that make me want to flip tables like I did the other night at the national championship, but we're not going to talk about that. Okay, actually, I will say this. Looking back, there's a lot of things, a lot of dumb things I kind of regret that I did during that game. The table, I did flip a table. It was a card table, like, you know, one of those white fold-up tables. Had I kept perfect composure during the entire game and not acted like I was about to erupt in anger, and I still flipped the table. I think it would have been funny as crap. That is the one thing that I kind of I don't really regret that much. Every, my attitude and behavior during that game, not the best. But the t- the table flip was funny. 
and if you're listening and you were there, you've got to admit, the table flip was funny. I thought it was. Anyway, pre- looking ahead. So Alabama obviously has not had the best team in the world this season. And it's because they're all young. But if this team that we saw on the field Monday night, that even though they were not playing their best, still managed to make it to a national championship, if this is the team that we saw that struggled the whole season, struggled against LSU, struggled against Florida, struggled against Auburn, did all these crazy things, upset Georgia in the SEC championship, big props, and then rematch with Georgia, almost wins again and only loses the game because of a pick six returned for a touchdown. If that is the Alabama team that is returning next year, not to mention the transfer portals that we have gotten, the running back from Georgia Southern, the or Georgia Tech, I mean, Georgia Southern, yeah, Georgia Tech. The running back from a school in Georgia. This dude from Ohio State on defense. I can't remember the positions to save my life. I did not prepare for this podcast whatsoever. I just wanted to get something out to you guys. I'm not prepared for this. But anyway, you factor all of that in. Can you imagine what next season's team's going to look like? Because most most of these guys are returning. Most there's a lot of guys coming in through the transfer portal. We haven't even seen yet what the full rec- recruiting class is going to look like, and you know that Saban's recruiting classes always look nuts. Next season for Alabama, you better believe that they're going to come out with a chip on their shoulder. They're going to come out saying we got something to prove this year. Heck, if most of the team was leaving and it's just the fact that it's Bryce Young and Will Anderson returning, whoo, Lord e Lord, next season is going to be insane. Let's focus on a different football team that does not have national championship implications, and that is Liberty University Flames. The 2022 football schedule for Liberty University. Some of you out here who go to this school probably don't even know what this the schedule even looks like next year. So here you go. Some of these games are going to be pretty interesting. On September 3rd, we will be opening with an away game at Southern Miss. Our home opener on September 10th will be against UAB, a team we beat this year. Um, the 17th of September, we will be at Wake Forest. We will return to home on the 24th for a game versus Akron. Then we'll have two away trips in a row, October's, uh, October 1st and October 8th at Old Dominion and at UMass. Oh, Lord bless UMass. <laughs> we will have another home game against Gardner-Webb University on October 15th. This one will be especially sweet for me and funny for me. Because I live 20 minutes away from Gardner-Webb. Kings Mountain's like 20 minutes away from Gardner-Webb. So getting to see my team, and it's going to sound like I'm being a little confident and arrogant. And that's because Gardner-Webb sucks. Getting to see my team, my school, beat the crap out of somebody that I had to hear about every single freaking day while I was at home for the last 18 years. 
Oh, that's going to be so sweet. I can't wait for that game. The very next week, we will have a home game versus BYU on the 22nd. The 29th is open. That's probably going to be the bye week. On November 5th, we will be traveling to Arkansas. We will probably get murdered. Um, on November 12th, we will be traveling to Yukon. November 19th is the game that everyone needs to circle on their calendars because it will be a home game versus Virginia Tech. This is the game that if I don't go to any of the other games, I'm making dang sure I'm going to be at this game. And you out there listening, you better all make dang sure that you're going to be at this game. Because listen, I know that's probably, I think that's the week before Thanksgiving. And so usually that game, not as many people stay behind. Listen, I don't care what your family's doing. You're, you will in 20 years look back on your college experience and be like, I'm, I only have one regret. I only have one regret and it was not going to the home game against Virginia Tech. Don't don't be that person. Don't be that person. Come to the game. And the very last home game on November 26th versus New Mexico State. That will be the Liberty University Flames regular season football schedule. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I am in no way, shape, or form a expert on college football. I am a fan I'm not I wouldn't call myself a casual because I think casual kind of has a negative implication to it especially after listening to tons of uh late kick with Josh Pate but either way um I'm not a professional fan I don't know if that is a title that anyone uses but I don't know the sport inside and out up and down I don't know I don't have the whole roster memorized I don't know who we're bringing in for recruits I mean I know a few guys but I don't I know that we're bringing in a quarterback from Baylor that's gonna be crazy um but I don't know that it, everything there is to know about recruiting and all this stuff all I know is I'm excited for college football to come back because I honestly I'm gonna be quite honest with you I don't give a rip about the NFL I don't I don't care about the NFL whatsoever. The NFL is of none of my concern at all. Could care less about it. My focus and my priorities lie in the sport of college football. And so I'll be excited to see it coming back. I cannot wait. Until then, I've got a few hockey games here at Liberty to you know, ease my sports itch. And I might go to a basketball game or two here and there. I went to a basketball game a couple weeks ago. I'm not a huge basketball fan, never have been, but, you know, Liberty basketball games are pretty fun. And the one I went to didn't even have that many people there, and I still thought it was pretty fun. I can't wait to uh, go to a game that actually, like, has a ton of people at it. So this will be fun. Um, But, yeah, my sports itch will remain. I'll have a few things to kind of keep me at bay, but uh, Stanley Cup and all. But until then... We will see what's happening. Nashville Predators, I've heard, are doing pretty well. I have not been able to keep up with hockey as much as I've wanted to. But apparently we're number one in their division, which <laughs> is kind of surprising. <laughs> Just <laughs> considering the last couple of years of Preds playing. Oh, boy. But anyway, Nashville doing some good things out there. Let's go. 
Let's go Preds. All right, switching away from sports talk, because I'm sure I just probably lost like half my audience for the last 20 minutes. Switching away from sports talk, we will be now kind of shifting into focus of what my plans are. I don't really have anything political to talk about today. I just want to kind of talk about what my plans are. This podcast will probably be shorter than usual, I'm just saying. What my plans are concerning this next year with both this podcast, with my YouTube channel, with the Instagram, which if you do not follow me on social media, I have an Instagram at jhu1776. I have a Twitter at jhu1776. I unfortunately have a TikTok that I have never used, also at jhu1776. That one might be the one that you don't see much from. I don't know. And I have recently, well, not recently, I joined it back in July, but I have recently revamped my Gitter page, G-E-T-T-R. If for those of you that don't know what that is, it's a, it was launched by an associate of Trump. Um, it's supposed to be a free speech platform. If you, it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, it's, it's like, it's like Twitter, except not as, you, there's not a, as, short of a character limit and also the layout is not as great as it probably should be and that the at for that is also you guessed it jhu1776 i i'm a very original person in case you can't tell i'll also you leave a link for my youtube down in the description whenever you're or the show notes or whatever it is while while you're listening to this just go you know give it a click Go give it a subscribe. Maybe hit that notification bell. My plan is to be a lot more proactive about keeping content flowing as much as I can. Because, frankly, last semester I got super busy and forgot YouTube and podcasting even existed. And because of that, it has been a very, very long time since I've posted on either platform. I've actually posted more YouTube videos um, over the course of a semester but it's still been a while since I did that, and so, you know, it is what it is. But I digress. But, yeah, the plan is, hopefully, I'm going to be keeping the content rolling more more consistently. Now, obviously, I am at school. I am very soon getting a job. I have a life... <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't feel like I do, but I do. I'm not gonna. Pro- I'm probably not going to be able to post content every single day or every single week, as much as I want to. I might miss a week here or there, but I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. I will not do what I did last semester and just not post for months. <laughs> That is not going to happen. I will keep content rolling. And with the way things are going in the world right now, there's going to be plenty to talk about. There's plenty to talk about already. Fauci getting roasted by Rand Paul. Brandon's poll numbers at an all-time low. Kamala Harris being Kamala Harris. That one's well. That one's not new. I mean, that that's everybody expects that, but you know, 
it is what it is. There's not a lot that I can... There's not a lot that you can expand on there. It's just Kamala Harris. But there is so much happening every single day. And sometimes it's hard to keep up. But I will have plenty of content for you guys. I just want to leave you... I'm I'm about to end it here. But I just want to leave you guys with a couple reminders. First and foremost, Jelaine Maxwell did not kill herself. Neither did Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Neither did John McAfee. Neither, none of those people, well, Jelaine Maxwell is still alive as of now. But she might not be for much longer. They're going to rule it a suicide. It was not. Just like Epstein didn't kill himself. Also, the other day, okay, I'm sorry, I've got I've got to go off on a rant for a second. The other day was the one-year anniversary of January 6th. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to get into that right now. We may touch that at a later date, though. Let me know if you want to hear me talk about January 6th. I'm sure that would be a very entertaining episode for many of you. But yes, I am going to leave you guys with this. Hopefully, this will get you kind of by until I can produce something a little bit more substantive. Actually, sit down and plan something out. But until then, thank you guys so much for listening. God loves you guys. So do I. God bless. Peace out. Let's go, Brandon. Have a great day. Yee-haw.